Hello and welcome back to part two of the Bill podcast, this special episode with Tanya Emery, which continues now as we do a deep dive into Tanya's time on the Bill. First off, I asked her how much the Bill was on her radar growing up. I hadn't, in all honesty, I hadn't. And I didn't really get how sort of, how important it was. Because it's, I was thinking yesterday, it's, it's like the NHS of, of entertainment, isn't it? You know, it's that solid, always there, reliable. It had so many people going through it. Writers, producers, actors, casting directors. Um, I'm sure I'm missing out really important people there. But um, it's like this kind of, this, this lifeblood of British entertainment traveling through those veins, you know. Um, and, and I, because I, I was, I was sort of in the, yeah, it, it wasn't so much on my radar. Of course I knew, you know, I knew the, you know, the, the, the main characters and stuff and, and getting it was like, oh my God, I got a bit, you know, and, and so it was hugely exciting. Um, and I really wanted it at the time because I've been doing indie, like, you know, low budget indie films. So sort of, you know, how am I going to spend this 50 pence kind of fee <laughs> yeah. from, you know, and you're doing it for the laugh, but it was like, oh, this is amazing. And I remember I, I'd been to the Cannes Film Festival that year. Um, in the May with a, with a film and it was, you know, it was such fun, such a good laugh being a young actor on this boat that's capsizing, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the and you've got some financier, this guy turned me upside down and shook me. I think he was trying to get the change out of my pocket. He literally just came up to me and turned me upside down and the, the, the boat was already capsizing with this woman with plates of champagne. I mean, hilarious and brilliant and, and fun. But I remember coming back and thinking, I really want, really want a stable job <laughs> yeah yeah Just, you know, it's like I, I want I want something like and I think maybe even the bill sort of came to mind which wouldn't surprise me because I do think you know we call things in um and then that was in the May and then in the August um I did this little part on on the bill I did this little yeah little, little one-off and um with Alex Walkinshaw who I've been to college with and we had just like you know gut-wrenching laughs you yeah. know, but then we had to play this really sort of, you know, intense really torrential, love. intense yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're back to laughing and he's sort of, <laughs> you know, because we danced, you know, because um, Alex trains to dance as well. So we, you know, we're doing ballet lifts outside the set and stuff, you know. Um, but anyway, so, 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 and then I got that part, you know, the part of Kate Spears in, in the August and I was made up. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Um, but it was really like, you know, then suddenly the responsibility of taking on the mantle of playing a character in the, one of the best loved TV shows in the country. And by everybody, it's like coronavirus. It doesn't have any, there's no, it's like, you know, class, you know, creed, colour, nothing. It's just everybody's watching it. Everybody's in it. You know, it was wonderful. This was a huge time of change for the show, stylistically. Um do you, do you recall feeling that that they were going? I think as um, as Chris Simmons, or I, I spoke to earlier this year, said it had all been very grey mm. in CID for a long time. You know, yes. you had these kind of alpha males, yeah. all of a certain age, and indeed all of a certain colour. They mixed it up and gave it a shot on the arm, and suddenly. I think people spend far too much time looking at the surface as opposed to actually looking at what you guys were delivering you know it's right. all very well talking about the image and all oh, the bills being sexed up and all this sort of stuff that's that's by the by like there's a scene you have with a uh a fan uh, 
like a, a legend of the 70s and 80s television called Brian Croucher. And he slaps you and you slap him straight back. Yes, I remember that. That It's called Slash and Burn, that episode. And um, yeah. Michael McKell had been that horrible, horrible rapist. And you just got this brilliant scene where you're, like, you're playing to his... He's held you guys hostage, you and Libby Davison. And you're playing to his character profile. And you turn the screw on him. And you speed up your car and car and car and then brake and you go through the windscreen. That's right, yeah. And you are just phenomenal in this scene. You let all that pain out from those seven episodes. You're yeah, brilliant I in that, that scene. Like, watch that again and be proud. Spot on. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. It was. It was. And it was. It was a it was a sort of exhausting time because it was you know different directors and i i didn't yeah there was one particular director i didn't well a couple actually that i didn't get on with and um males uh and that's not to say you know it's just sort of that there was a really uncomfortable dynamic especially with the subject matter um and it was it was quite emotional Obviously, you no. Know, it was emotion. It was emotional doing doing the storyline. It was yeah, life imitating art, imitating life in a sense. Just that that I was going through a difficult time filming it, and it was you know, and it was a difficult, traumatic storyline. And I remember on that low loader, um, you know, doing going through that, and we went to you know, we we did quite a few takes, and it was just the last one. I was just like, fucking hell, just get rid of this, just like puke it up. And and it did, and it sort of almost you know, manifested that guy coming through the, the windscreen and toppling out. It was, it was like, yeah, because that's a good sort of you know um, a good amount of time, you know, having many months of of yeah of frustration and stuff. So so thank you, Ollie. That was yeah. Thanks. Well, this is I think in terms of strike rate because you I think you did forty two episodes of a bill. You've got top billing in a third of them. It's interesting. Yeah, that's quite a strike rate yeah for an ensemble cast member yeah so oh yeah that's interesting i remember that because we the, the, we'd always have there would always be four units on at any time the yeah. red and the blue and the green and the yellow or something like that um and the scheduling manager i don't know how he he did his job but you know you'd be on different sets and i was never on as many others and i think why am i not in, in as many episodes but that was obviously why because i was focused in on yeah on on whatever storyline kate, yeah. kate was involved with you know at, at, at the time and how how similar was the tanya emery of 2000 to the kate spears that you were playing that's an interesting question to answer in hindsight actually because at the time i'd have said to you nothing <laughs> you know um but i actually think i think there's there were a lot of similarities in the sense that Okay, I, I think the reason why I've I've gravitated towards writing and directing is because I'm 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 not necessarily a team player. I'm just not. It's my personality. I'm I'm you know I'm I do my best, but I'm I'm much better. No, it's I'll you know I'm doing my thing, and I'm you know which which came through in the episode. You know, as you say about the episodes, it wasn't so much ensemble as as having these kind of more probably fewer episodes and, and more intense involvement in this in the stories and i think i was probably i was so i, I was very self-absorbed when i was on the bill as an actor very sort of worried about my performance very like this and it makes it difficult to play which is actually what what 
ensemble acting is absolutely about it's about playing and be present with your with your partner whoever your scene partners are and I was way too in my head and you know and and in you know anxiety and 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 yeah just just self-consciousness is, is what I'm looking for I guess um and in that sense I think yeah Kate, Kate was always very much on her own you know and I think she was she was a scapegoat and she was always set up to be you know on the periphery um by whoever you know whoever it was and I th yeah it's interesting because I, I think that you know I think we probably were brought on to be sexed up, but then when you employ an actor, you're employing a creative, you're bringing somebody who's going to bring something to the part, to the story, and you can't legislate on that. You know, as an actor, you have your choices. You've employed me, you've auditioned me, you've put your weight behind me, this is what I'm giving you. You know, and, and with your director, obviously there is negotiation, but the actor, it's all in, you have dominion over your internal world, and that's what you're there to transmit. So. Um, yeah, I, I think I probably brought a lot of myself to Kate, but, but so, so going up, you know, back to the sexed up thing, I would never, you know, um, I've never thought of myself as a sex object or as a, you know, um, as that thing. I, I don't even, even know, you know, and anybody who knows me will tell you that's so the antithesis, but I was often cast in that way, um, for whatever reason. And but I, I never, I never sort of judged myself in in that way. So I was always going to bring something else, you know, to the dynamic. And I can understand. I mean, you know, people was, you know, we we enjoy watching, you know, people that we fancy doing stuff on on TV or film. It's it is part of the gig. Um, um, and I and I think that's diversifying now. There isn't just this one sort of kind of you know page three girl ideal of. A, it's like we're all so much more, you know kind of so much more interesting landscape out there now isn't there but I, I can understand why the producers thought oh we'll just get you know so, so some maybe some younger sort of funkier you know sexy kind of people on but that's as you say that's not really what they got I, you know we all brought and added and added something the press side seemed to focus far more on your life outside the show uh, and you as a, a young woman as opposed to being a young actor Mm. Are they always going to do that, or is that just does that come with the territory? Or, or... I guess, I guess it does. I, I guess I haven't had that much experience of it to to really know because I have. I've never, you know, there, there was yeah, there, there were, yeah, there, there were people who would, you know, court publicity more than others, and um, and that was fine because we're all different. If if that sits right with you, then go do it. I mean, absolutely, it's a it's a you know, it, it's a tough game and, and the people who know how to play it and know how to hold their boundaries and stay in integrity and feel safe, if they can do that and it gets them further on, why on earth wouldn't you play the game unless you are sort of, you know, an activist for whatever, you know, and it's, and it's against, against your principles, of course you're going to do that. Um, I guess for me it was never, I was never comfortable with that because of my self-consciousness and, you know, whatever. It just doesn't, for my you know personality my makeup it, it it didn't suit but um i i think you know that the papers have to fill themselves fills you know sells up with stuff don't they and also we, we all have to take responsibility as a society for what we ingest it's not just 
the journalist or the you know or even the newspaper you know you look at i won't name names but you look at the websites and the stuff that they're offering up and you can see the most horrific stuff and why is it there because we're ingesting it so we're all responsible i i do believe in collective responsibility there's obviously individual responsibility but i do believe in collective responsibility and we have the press that we have because we're all party to it and we you know we we accept it sorry i'm getting a bit global with that no it's brilliant it's fantastic yeah i got a bit of that and i and i ran away from it and i think that's probably why i didn't court kind of you know the big exposing jobs again because i think it did sort of scare me a bit when i was in the show because it was you're suddenly from doing an audition and doing a recall you're suddenly in this job and that might be a process of three weeks a month and then suddenly you're good you know I remember before I even shot anything, I, I hadn't shot a scene and you, we, we'd have these pigeonholes. Um, uh, every cast member would have a pigeonhole and at the end on, on the flight deck. So you come out of your dressing room and go to the pigeonhole and see what, you know, has the dentist got back to me about that appointment? This is obviously before email. And, there's, and, and in my pigeonhole, I hadn't even been, I don't think I'd shot anything. And there was a bunch of letters from, you know, Bill fans to welcome and, you know, oh, and you're like, wow. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah you know because it's the show and, and you get it it's not you know i remember one guy sent me a, f- a photograph he'd, he'd rolled up his garage door and taken a photograph of his garage for me just you know with with the paint and where everything was and blah blah blah. and that's you know he wanted to connect he wanted to show me which is actually really sweet yeah. but as a as a you know as, as a person starting a new job you know it was thank you for the photographs of your garage um, I'm interested as to how you keep your raw plugs away from, uh, you know, but wow. it is, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. And then, then you're like, okay, I've got the measure of this. This is how it's going to be. Right. Okay. You know, um, then the papers start talking, you know, asking you about, about men and, 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 and then you want to protect people who are, so I, I never gave anything away. I don't, well, a few things, the things that I didn't mind sort of giving away, but, but really what was going on in my life wasn't, you know, for, for yeah. consumption. But um, yeah, I think you have to be, you know, I think media training actually in life would be really good because mm. it's like, are you willing to take this on? Especially yeah. now with how invasive it all is. There's yeah. no training for losing your anonymity, is there? No, and there's and and it, and and it's very difficult to to get it back once you've once you've lost it. And actually, now I really I I really value my my anonymity and for my son and and for me. And I I, I just don't want to be in that you know in that arena really, unless it's for winning an Oscar. Then I'd be all right losing well, my anonymity. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, has that played a part in your? I mean, you've had a very successful voiceover career. Did, did was that part of it? wanting to work without necessarily be seen to work? Um, I guess, yeah. I guess. I think I got quite uncomfortable with, you know, um, yeah, with, or rather I was more comfortable, let's say, doing doing voice work, I think. Probably a lot because I, because I realised that I did value my anonymity. So even if it wasn't totally conscious, I think I was more sort of open and yeah, to, to voice work. And I love voice work, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Uh, and, um, and it's lots of fun. It's very quick, you know, um, in and out and it's, it can be well paid, not as well. It's not like the old sort of salad days of, you know, the eighties and early nineties. I hear, you know, where people would retire or, you know, on the proceeds of, of something, but it's, um, 
but it's it's good and and, and I like the people you know um yeah it's fun, you know where I'm at you Ollie and you know which was like the only time where like the client changed the entire script and you were you were so you were so accommodating I remember speaking to him, he goes, yeah, I think we should change this script, which he'd written. <laughs> 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 which was like, okay. And lest we forget, you are the voice of the wee fit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, do you know, <laughs> actually, yeah, I think Nintendo will be all right with that now. Because at yeah. the time I had to set, set, sign one of these wonderfully fair, these infamous NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> obviously, yeah, closing everyone down from saying anything. Um yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was getting everybody doing that. So, yes, I was in my own way, a little PT um, yeah, instructor. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, when you think back to the bill, like, what are the fondest memories when you think back? It, it was it was like St Trinian's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because there were so many people, and a lot of the guest actors you'd know, so you'd have your mates coming in and out. Um, and it was... It was it was a laugh. I mean, we really used to have a laugh sometimes. I remember um, Re- uh, Rene Zaga and um, Alex Walkinshaw. Um, I was going to say rented. They didn't rent. They they had <laughs> they shared a dressing room. Nobody rented dressing room. <laughs> they shared a dressing room and and no, was it? Oh yeah, it was Alex Walkinshaw. I think and Susan Maddox can 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 tell you this better than I can because Suzanne and I. And, and, and Natalie Rolls shared a, a dressing room. And I remember Suzanne bursting in one day just in her brilliant, like, you know, just laughing so hard. Um, and she's like, hi, you know, like, well, what have you done? What's, what's going on? She said, she and Alex had just turned Renee's dressing room, or their dressing room, upside down. So they got the table stuck to the ceiling. And they took, they literally turned and put a sign on the wall, so your world's turned upside down. And Renee. <laughs> wasn't happy i'm gonna leave it there but we used to have you know high jinks like that a lot because there was a lot of waiting around and stuff but also it used to make me off every time we get um uh yeah i, I thought because it was um itv i thought this is going to be a budget we're all going to have these incredible dressing rooms it's all going to be really shishy. and then i went to deer park road and <laughs> found out that wasn't quite the case um but we'd have these winnebago well, i say winnebago's but we'd have these sort of you know traveling living rooms i guess um, with an oil burner and we sat around the oil burner with some cut off you know gloves but they were so sort of quite honestly sometimes some of them were quite shambolic and we'd often find somebody would sort of dump an old mattress on top of them because they thought it was you know just <laughs> you know so sort of discarded you know it was, it was, <laughs> they weren't all that bad but that was you know that 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 did happen I'm afraid. The, the glamour of making the glamour of prime it. time drama series. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was terrific fun, and you know Steve Hartley and I used to have a crack, and Chris Simmons obviously, and Natalie, Carl Collins, who I you know who I see these days um, too. Um, I see Steve as well actually. He's a massive you know voice artist, extraordinaire, um, and I think I think that's the the, the, the camaraderie actually a bit, a bit like theatre the closest thing I've experienced to theatre because you are you know half five or six in the morning in, in makeup you know and you're with that person till the evening and then back in you know you, you really get tight with people it was a crazy decision to get rid of you I'll say that thank you Oliver, that. from your point of view but it must have been how do you look at it now and how did you look at it then well, I, I remember that the 
the day the day the first people were let go off I remember we were on a location and the news came through about um, the Twin Towers mm. and I mean personally it was it was like oh my god because that security that I'd been you know that I'd been used to was suddenly gone um, and that was, you know, I guess, you know, the anxiety, like, oh my God, because as an actor, you're constantly like, you know, what's my next job? What's my next job? Um, but yeah, I, I remember just being, you know, taken over by the Twin Towers happening. It was like, oh my God. Um, but, but as it sort of filtered down, of course, there's a sense of like, well, well why me? And why, you know, why, why, why me? Why now? But you also know that that, that can happen. And I wish I was I was invited into the office, and I thought I know what's going to happen. They're giving me the chop, and I thought well, I'm not going in the office. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there with this new guy. Tell me that I know I'm gone away, but I wish I had. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had because you know it. it I, I guess I must have taken it personally because I was like, I'm not going to you know, go and get sacked. I'm, you know, he can tell me over the phone. Um, but actually, yeah, he. Um, I probably should have gone and had a chat because you always meet people again and you know it's good to keep you know keep your network but um and, and you know also I, I kind of I, I get where he was at because as a producer you know he's going to go in and want to put his stamp on it and he's going to have ideas and you know as much as an actor you have your clear choices with, with roles producers have their choices about and it's like right okay we're you know it was like first in first out I guess and then today, I don't know that I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just grateful for the, for the times that I had. And I, you know, I went on to do some really nice work. I went back to film and, you know, um, theatre. So, yeah, so, so it's kind of... You had a pretty good post-Sunhill Explosion career. You know, yeah. Some, some people did struggle, and that is yeah. the cruel nature of a, a very difficult business. Yes, it is. It is. But you do have a unique... Oh, oh, come on then. Thanks to your guest, very good guest appearance in The Impressionable John Culture, you are the only Bill character to come back from the dead. Ah. Ah, right. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, there we go. I have my Dallas moment. Yeah. 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 You're the only one who's been killed off to then come back to play that character again like on an official that's that's ITV it's for Bill it's Kate yeah that's that's, that's quite unique it is unique isn't it well okay yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take that brilliant yeah. cool was that a strange call to get to get that offer um it was a little bit but I'm dead um <laughs> Who is who's the guy? Um, Ian Fletcher. Ian Fletcher. I remember shooting that, and we were we were somewhere. I don't remember where we were. And John was dressed as the you know the Terminator, and um, <laughs> and and Ian. I'm, I was talking to Ian. We, we we just come out of wardrobe, and we we're going to be taken to the wherever the set was, where we were shooting by the second AD. And um, Ian was was standing on this grass bank, and we were chatting about something and he didn't make any move, but he just suddenly dropped out of vision. He'd fallen down on this grass verge and got grass stains from, when I tell you it was from his ankle right up the side of his 
suit and they probably only had one suit but it was out of nowhere <laughs> you just haven't you haven't even coughed in how have you just fallen down and got your costume completely sort of you know but it was it was brilliant i wouldn't have put it past him to that for that for being like you know just like that funny sort of andy kaufman hilarious yeah, yeah. moment that is not going to get explained you know or admitted to yeah it's like don't 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 complain don't explain i love it and uh as we record this saturday you're doing the the bill reunion with misty moon on Online. I am. I am. I'm going to be there for. I mean, I've, I've, I've said to Stuart, I can probably make about sort of 10, 20 minutes because I've got my yeah, son, yeah. and as long as he's out outside of the garden playing with it, the my, my neighbour's child, and I keep sort of popping out and making yeah, sure he's all right, then then yeah, it will be a flying visit. But I, I shall yeah. be a special guest cameo. A uh, cameo, exactly. Yeah. And and how how does how do you feel about the fact that there are fans? Literally, they've announced it overnight that you're doing it and there's literally hundreds of retweets and comments and people excited people are really excited that you and people will be chuffed that you've done this so mm. does it does it please you that there's a very warm fan base for your work on the show and indeed your your filmmaking career and everything that's followed Oh God, it's wonderful. It's it's really wonderful. You forget because you just get on with your life. And as I say, I don't really do social media, so I'm not privy to the, you know, the retweets and comings and goings of you know of, of announcements and stuff. Um, and I haven't been sort of terribly involved with it. Um, but it's oh, it's wonderful. It's it's yeah, it's it's wonderful. We're all part of it. It's not just the Bill show on TV isolated. It's we are only you know there you know it, it's like it's probably science or physics it's like it only exists when somebody is watching you know it in someone's mind when someone has a relationship with it so we're all we're all part of it it's everybody's story you know everybody's got their favorite episode or something that they remember or in sarge or you know it's 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 just one of those and it's so, so it's wonderful and the fact that i can you know um kind of you know ask people to, to to support my directing um you know ambitions is 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 terrific it's and i guess it's part of um it's part of your career isn't it it's it's like anybody whatever whatever career you're in you have a network and supporters and whatever else so i i just happen to have lots you know the people who you know I, I don't necessarily know by name but it's there's a, a common you know a, a common um, denominator and a common love of the show and, and experience and stuff so it's always wonderful really wonderful we're all going to be behind you your your filmmaking and the support can we ever tempt you back in front of the camera yes but not yet okay yes but not yet that's my yeah that's my kind of position on it we started with a woo, and that's woo! 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 Come on! We're back! <laughs> but not yet. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> exactly. Get your ear to the ground. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, ladies and gents listening to this, get on Indiegogo, support Tanya, get your name on the credits, get yourself to the cast and crew screening. There's plenty yes. of perks to enjoy there. There are perks. Of something. Yeah. And I, I look forward to um, seeing your name on the big screen when the feature-length version is made. 
Thank and you, I'm Ollie. Sure you do too. I that do. Be a special moment, wasn't it? Well, you'll be yeah, and and and, and you'll be there because you will be getting an, an invite, no doubt about hey, it. Hey, excellent! Oh, bless you. Well, I'll be I'll be honoured. I'll be honoured. Oh, well, thanks Thank so much, Ollie. So much, Tanya Emery. What a legend! Thank you very much. Oh, bless you, Ollie. You too. Thanks so much. My huge thanks to Tanya for sharing her memories of her time on the bill, and indeed talking about her career in general. You can support the Indiegogo campaign for how to succeed in biscuits without really trying. The perks include attending the screening of the film and meeting Tanya. Thanks so much for your company. Plenty more gold dust to come and soon the moment many of you have been waiting for because Boyden's back. Tony O'Callaghan will soon be hitting SoundCloud and iTunes in a two-part special. In the meantime, take care, stay safe and bye for now. really cool bits of trivia i'll give you about your your time on the bill you've got a unique you've got something unique have i only you i should reveal that during the chat okay well i hope that's um it's a good it's a cool one it's a cool cool. i was gonna say yeah Yeah. (laughs) i know you are the least favorite no 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 far from it goodness me